welcome to Up To and Including Death Migraine Edition. Okay. Because I have a migraine because somebody brewed beer and also put a baby in me, which makes me have migraines almost every day. Okay. Well, it's all my fault. <laughs> so both of those things uh-huh. are all your fault. How's it going? My name is Dr. Patricia Brewer. I'm John Brewer. And I am Stephen Gross. And we are here today watching a classic film. That's a one way to put it. Leprechaun from 1993, starring Willow himself, Warwick Davis. And Jennifer Aniston. Is it Davis or Davies? Davis. Davis, Davis. okay. Before we get into this movie, we actually already talked about this in real life, but uh, who can tell me what their first experience of watching this was? I don't remember. I was probably like five or six. Well, 93? I was, uh, I probably watched it when it came out, so I was like 15. Were you, um, have you seen it again since then? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Steve? I, okay, so me and you watched it at the same time, actually. Yes. Uh, so, where we would spend our summers, um, was a place called Tybee Island, which sounds a lot more glamorous than it actually was (laughs) in the 90s. We stayed at, we islands, summered on an isle. We summered in South Georgia. Um... (laughs) So, uh, at our grandmother's house, we both of our grandparents, we were lucky enough to have them live within a mile of each other. And at my grandmama's house, and we had another named Nana, so Nana and Grandmama, uh, Grandma, we would stay over there, and she would let us watch anything she wanted, that we wanted, because she loved us. <laughs> anyway, uh, about, uh, I would say, 20 feet away from the house, there was a video store. It was one of those old um, family-run video stores that some of y'all may remember. And every Tuesday, they did something called Dollar Tuesday, where everything... I don't know if the new releases were a dollar, but I know that everything else in the store was a dollar to rent. And me and Patricia, Dr. Patricia Brewer, <laughs> were... We both had jobs at our family's restaurant. And so... I was... I think nine. She was all of nine. I would have been, if this was a 93, I would have been 12 or 13. <laughs> it probably was like the next summer, yeah. uh, like in 1994, when this would have made it to the to VHS. Yeah. So I would have been about 13. Or, I would definitely have been 13. Turned yeah. 14 that year. So um, I don't remember what made me rent it because it wasn't a... If you were 13, it wasn't something that jumped out at you. So like, It wasn't like all over the TV. You know, It wasn't like yeah. Jurassic Park or anything. I feel like this movie was already an old movie by yeah. the time it came out in theaters. It just like, it always had this vibe to me as just, oh, that's an old, old movie. Yeah. <laughs> so on Tuesdays, uh, I had the habit of bringing a $20 bill with me and going to the video store and... As long as I rented something for the younger people, like Patricia and, and my bro- young brother Sam, uh, like a Disney movie or something, I could rent whatever I wanted. So I did. And like I would just basically raid the horror movie section. Yeah. So Leprechaun was, I guess, a new release, but it wasn't new enough to not be a dollar. And so I rented it and we wound up watching it over at my grandmother's house. And I don't remember my reaction to it. I remember I haven't seen it since that day. I haven't seen it since then either. But I do know that 
the new ones that came out, I have glimpsed, but I don't think I've actually seen any of the newer ones. I don't think we watched any of the newer ones. If I've seen them, I don't remember seeing And speaking them. of newer ones, John, will you please indulge me and read the list of all the sequels and prequels that Leprechaun has spawned? Okay. After this came Leprechaun 2. In 1994. After that came Leprechaun 3. In 1995. Damn. Then Leprechaun 4, In Space. <laughs> in ni- 1997, it's always got to be In Space. Then Leprechaun in the Hood. 2000. Then Leprechaun Back to the Hood. 2003. And then Origins, and then Returns. 2014 and 2018, respectively. <laughs> That's so many movies. I love the time gaps in between movies as as the 90s go on. So you have one year in between the first yeah. three, and then two. And, and then, then you three. have three, three. And, then, and then another and then three. And then 11. it's like an 11-year gap. <laughs> well, Leprechaun 2 didn't do very well. So three was like a straight-to-video. Oh, okay. So it's possible I have seen it. It's just like... Yeah, just somewhere in there. Yeah. I remember lots of jokes being made about Leprechaun in the hood, which was sounded so bizarre. So, John, did that come out the same year that... Um, the Jason Takes Manhattan did? No, that was much earlier. Jason oh. came out in 91, right? Yeah. Oh, 90, okay. Or maybe late 80s. I'm just kind of wondering, just in the sense that it does seem to be following some of the beats of the Jason movies. Like, we had one in space, Jason mm-hmm. X. Yeah, that was later, but, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan was 89. Oh, okay, yeah. so it was well before. Funny thing, though. In canon, Jason uh, Takes Manhattan happens in 1999. Oh. Yeah. It's in the future. Yeah. It's the future past. The only way you can know that if you actually just do the math of how old uh, Tommy Jarvis is Ah, in the movies. I like this. Okay, John, tell us about this movie. Well, it's a horror comedy film directed by uh, Mark Jones. And it's we already talked about who it stars, Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston. Mm Mm-hmm. Came out in 93. It's an evil, sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved pot of gold. Just give him his pot of gold. This What's so hard about actually that? actually inspired by the Lucky Charms commercials. Really? Yes. So not even just the, awesome. the myth of leprechauns. It's that some no. high as F like executive was like, yeah, this is really good, man. No, it <laughs> was some it was some ad rep that hates children and saw yeah. the commercial and was like, I hope one day that leprechaun just messes <laughs> them kids up. And his roommate slash producer friend was like, yeah, someday. Sweet, bro. Mark Jones <laughs> just wanted to make a film. Said he thought a low-budget horror film was his best opportunity and it was inspired by the Lucky Charms commercials <laughs> to create a leprechaun character, only his twist was to turn the character into an antagonist. That's so sweet. He just wanted to make a film, guys. Did Mark Jones make anything? Did his dream come true after he made that one? Well, let me look at his uh, his repertoire. Oh. This goes quick enough here. Did you click on the button? Oh, there it is. Whoa, he did Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah? Well, the A-Team? The oh, he did the A-Team? The TV show. He wrote oh. for that. Oh. So... As far as films go, not great. Leprechaun uh, 1 and 2 and Rumpelstiltskin. Well, he wrote Leprechaun 2. He didn't direct it. No, he was a producer on Leprechaun 2. Yeah. He wrote and directed Leprechaun 1 and Rumpelstiltskin, which is kind of a ripoff of his own film. Well, he was the... Hold on. He was the writer, producer, actor, and... 
He was the writer, producer, and actor for Triloquist. But he his role, Goofy Guy. He was Goofy Guy. His his TV credits as a writer are top notch. Really? The yeah. Scooby's Laugh Olympics. I don't know if you remember those. I do not. Captain Caveman. Oh yeah, I remember Yogi that. Space Race. Wow. That sounds like it's like my. Did he do this movie because he just had to because of all oh the nice God. things he's done? But he did Scrappy Doo and Heathcliff. Oh Ooh. my gosh. That's Which, a strike against him. Yes, Heathcliff was like. Do you remember Heathcliff? He did Alf and Knight Rider. I remember. He, Heathcliff was like Garfield if he was an asshole. Yeah. And not funny. Yeah. <laughs> but James Bond Jr. Bond. James, James Bond, Bond Jr. Jr. You know why I love the McElroys is that they they have all these references to things that were a flash in the pan in our childhood. Like James Bond Jr. had like one season, and we watched the heck out of it. I could literally I sing you the theme song and, to and it. Yeah. My, no, Bond, James Bond Jr. Yeah. No one could stop him. The scum always drives. <laughs> wow, young Bond. Gets and they in one of the first episodes I listened of them, they actually uh, they mentioned James Bond Jr. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm fans of these guys now. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now you went off on that James okay. Bond Jr. tangent. Well, that was the kind of a requirement for okay. the episode. Well, this hasn't done so well in ratings and reviews. It's got a 4.7 on IMDb. It's better than Ripper, Steve's well, favorite movie. I, I guarantee you this movie's better than Ripper. <laughs> um on Rotten Tomatoes, though, it has a 27% tomato meter, which not a lot. I would expect for critic reviews, but it's a 32% audience score. So not a lot. Which is definitely not good. At least it's <laughs> higher than the the uh, critic reviews. Yeah, it normally is, because people yeah. go in knowing what this if, is. If the reviews well, are in the 20s, though, there's only really not too many okay. options well, for it to go. There's only three top critic reviews, and two of them have no text. <laughs> They're just like, just, One gives it a 0. 0.5 out of 4, and the other one gives it a 0 out of 5. Those did this come out in the theaters then? Or what? Yes. This, yeah, did it? This did really well. Yeah. Really? Okay. It cost a million dollars to make, and it made... Let's see if I can find that page again. I lost it. No, there's the page. It made $8.5 million. Really? Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, horror movies... There's 27 sequels to it. Horror oh, movies crazy. are really good at making their money back if they're cheap yeah yep. it's when they spend a crap ton of money like the new the, the saw that they made with chris rock that it's like they shouldn't have spent that much money making that movie oh, yeah vaguely recall that movie it's not good out. i mean well, it's, it's a good detective movie kind of it's a good horror movie that's not a saw movie right ish okay well i'm gonna it's read okay. you the one top critic review it's bad it <laughs> says the basic problem with leprechaun is that it's not just is wow well, let me try that again the basic problem with Leprechaun is that it just isn't scary. Oh. Not even a little bit. Not for the tiniest second. And that's the result of a basic failure at the conception stage. That's not but very nice. a positive review says, Leprechaun is a film that severely requires the viewer to suspend all believability and plausibility. Yet if you sit, sit back and just go along for the ride, you'll find Leprechaun to be more enjoyable than you might expect. I just wonder what people are expecting... When they watch a movie called Leprechaun, and they expect it, they're like, I just couldn't believe the premise of the movie. 
Yeah, it's like, it's nonsense. It's a it's a Lucky Charms commercial. Yeah, it literally says an evil Irish leprechaun goes on a murderous quest for his one hundred stolen gold coins so on the like thing. Son- a cross between Lucky Charms and Sonic. Isn't the Hedgehog. that the plot to Pirates of the Caribbean? It's the plot. It is. <laughs> it's, that's what it is the plot. It is the plot to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. He's an evil Irish leprechaun. <laughs> no, but he's a he's a zombie looking to return their gold. He's a yeah, zombie. yeah, the yeah. Uh, bad guys. Yeah. And bad the, guys are. Zombies. Black Pearl. Oh, or I ghosts. I didn't see that. So one thing that I saw, I just kind of saw while looking up just the some information about it earlier today, was that uh, Warwick Davis was sold on this movie by t- them telling him it was straight. It was an actual horror movie. that, And so he thought it was like a serious role. Right. And then they wanted it to be funny. Uh, uh, well, this movie probably wouldn't have worked if it was serious. No. No one's going to be scared of Warwick Davis. I think, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, so much so that as Except a child, like, I was scarred by a lot of movies that we saw as kids. But this one's, like, I just remember being, ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I, well, you remember the sketch from uh, Wayne's World? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> stop it, man. Stop. It's not funny. <laughs> Oh man, what about okay? So we have a whining dog and we have a crusty cat that just came in the room. So, so, you, so you want to know about the parents' guide? I do. Okay, well for sex and nudity, you're going to be disappointed because there's none. Damn we it. don't get to see the leprechaun's butt. Or Jennifer no. Aniston's. Nope. <laughs> Damn. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Violence and gore is moderate. She's like a child in this movie. You creep. She's like twenty something years old. I don't know. She looks like she's 18. She's older than I am, so yeah, she's got to be 20-something. Yeah, in 1993? Okay, we'll look it up. The violence and gore is moderate. Okay. We get to see a woman push down some stairs and die. That's great. Oh, I love that. Is it? Can't wait to see that. And then uh, a man is killed with a pogo stick being bounced on his chest. That's fantastic. That sounds like a very creative kill. The only useful use of a pogo stick. A man steps in a bear trap. I mean, it looks like a lot of great uh, yeah. original like, kills. Like yeah. Fall gags a, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen, except for this movie, a pogo stick to someone's chest killing them. I can't think of one. God, I have. So, profanity is mild. Oh. Mild language plus four usages of the F word. That doesn't seem like it's mild. Four usages. Well, is that why it's rated R? Yeah, you only get one. Oh, really? Yeah, you're allowed oh. one. So they found two. out after, like, go after, like, shooting that they were going to be rated R because of some uh, something I else, think, and they're I like, let's say four more. I think it's the blood and gore that'll be. Oh, uh, yeah, this. probably will do it. And that uh, alcohol, drugs, and smoking is mild. Ooh. A boy says that he wants a beer. Oh my goodness! <gasps> it was probably me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting in a ten scenes are mild. Very scary at times when things and people pop out of nowhere. Ah, jump scares. So maybe, is this the originator of the jump scare? The I don't know. No, because well, <laughs> Exorcist uh, 2 does it, or Exorcist 3 does it the best of all. I'm looking forward to watching this movie. Do you have anything else for us, John? I don't think so. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to watch it. I'm hoping that Warwick Davis, uh, we can see his acting chops. Yeah, I don't know about that. No? You probably have to watch Willow for that. He plays the leprechaun. It's so good. 
He looks kind of old in the in the in the in the leprechaun makeup. In the leprechaun yeah, makeup, yeah, because he's old, <laughs> like an he's ancient an demon. Man. Actually, Warwick Davis does look like this now. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> you want to edit wow. that one out? <laughs> I don't know. We don't want Warwick Davis to be like, "Oh, look, it's a podcast that's about my my big break movie." I, I think, wonder what it, they say about me. Uh, this Frankly, wasn't his big break. Movie. I think yeah. I can take him. So. <laughs> no, I love Warwick Davis. He's OP. He's so nice. Is he? In Willow. I mean, how oh. would we know? He could be just... He's Willow, person. and everyone get off of his dick. Ma-ram you. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. We are currently uh, 21 minutes and 47 seconds in. Yeah. So far, so good to me. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But what do you think, Steve? No, it's, it's good. It's got good pacing. Uh, it's it's clearly goofy. It sets that tone right off the bat. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. There's lots of little comic relief, like the Pee-wee's Big Adventure guy. The whole thing starts on a scene of the leprechaun fondling gold. Yeah, as you do. As one does. Uh, and then we see the character, uh, the caricature of a drunken Irishman coming home. To his caricature of a prudish Irish wife, um, you know, and saying, like, oh, we got all the money in the world. And she's like, oh, oh, Mr. McMurphy, or whatever the yeah. heck his name is. Uh, you're, you're just gone, Batty, I'll make O'Grady. you some tea. Mr. O'Grady, I'll make you some tea, or some nonsense. And so he is saying to everybody that he has managed to capture a leprechaun, he says to his wife, in there in the middle of nowhere in North Dakota. Yep. In the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and he breaks open his mother's urn, right? And it's full of gold, because yeah, he captured rich. a leprechaun, and that's the rules. It is the rules. He has to give you the money. It's the rules. Yeah. Except when he follows you to America, scares your wife, and makes her fall down the stairs, breaking her neck, and then gives you a heart attack. Yeah. But another and then, rule, and then uses her body like a manic or like a like a dummy puppet. <laughs> yeah, making it talk for it. So the leprechaun can uh, can mimic voices, especially children voices. Um, it, it cannot stand being next to a four leaf clover. Yeah, it's kind of like the equivalent of a vampire and a cross or garlic. Or garlic, and so basically they put the four leaf the the dude puts the leprechaun in a box. Nails the box shut with a four-leaf clover on top, has a heart attack, and dies. And now it's ten years later. And Rachel from Friends has moved in. Rachel from Friends has moved in with her dad. um, And she wants to be back in L.A. Oh, She wants to be in Beverly Hills. She wants to be where shopping malls are. Yeah. And she would have gone to a hotel if it wasn't for the dreamboat that's painting the house. Speaking of that, good old Nathan. This is, uh, I think, this is one of her, either her first appearance or one of her first movies. It's her first, it's her movie. first movie. Jennifer yeah. Aniston is stunningly beautiful. Yes, <laughs> like she's. They've been on a car ride. It looks like we're not really giving given any indication that they flew to North Dakota. It looks if it sounds like they drove from California from Los Angeles to North Dakota. In a convertible. In a convertible. And she gets out and she just... Literally, the first thing I said when this movie was going was, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And this is... um, This came out the year before Friends started. Mm -hmm. And you can really see why she became such a phenomenon. 
Well, and she's doing her friend's acting in this, too. Yes. You see the little nuanced motions and stuff. It's like, that's Rachel. I just know that 13-year-old me, out there in the multi-sphere of the universes, 13-year-old me saw this movie and must have lost his mind. I I must have blacked out when I saw it because I don't remember it. (laughs) You know, that happened to me when I saw the first Thor movie and and, uh, the Hemsworth boy took a shirt off. Yeah, but you and were then I forgot the next when that came out. 20 minutes. No, I think it was 25. <laughs> Not 35. I had the weird celebrity crushes. What was yours? David Duchovny. No, actually, if, amongst friends, it was Courtney Cox. Really? I like Courtney Cox more, too. I didn't have a friend's crush because the guys were old and gross, but I was in love with Adrian Paul from the televised series Highlander. Oh, my God. It was serious Do not love. get her started on I that show. Vanessa Bayer it. was my only real celebrity crush, though. She's a cutie pie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this has just been really good. So basically, we've got three painters. One is the hot brother. One is the baby brother, who's like seven, who was in the babysitter. Oh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. And what? rookie of the year. What? Oh, and rookie of the year. Was he the rookie? Yeah. No. Oh, he was the friend. Yeah, and he wants the beer. He wants the beer. He's the one that was mentioned. And then there's like their simple older helper brother, um, who Ozzy, who's gotten paint on himself. Mm-hmm. Who's played the exact same character as in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, just yeah. but he poor also instead of rich. played the older version of the child in uh, A League of Their Own. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's the one who came back and talked to uh, Gina Davis's character. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna so. live. Oh snap! Yeah. What a punk. So anyway, so he was getting paid in the nineties. And we're currently paused on the part why where he's hearing a little child asking to be let out of the crate, and I feel like this might be how the leprechaun comes out. Oh yeah, um, they would trick the simple guy. Oh yeah, so. That's a good point you just brought up, though. Uh, the Irish, the drunk Irishman, um, O'Donnell's or yeah. O'Grady. O'Grady. Uh, he, uh, his wife or his. Uh, it was his wife. Attendant, because he no. called him Mister O'Grady. Yeah, that's just what old timey people oh, okay. would call their so, husband. Uh, the wife hears the same thing. It's a little girl that is that she sounds stuck. She sounds yeah. like she's stuck somewhere. So she, the wife, hears. The leprechaun mimicking this girl from a suitcase, and not a big one, like a, a smaller suitcase. And she, she's uh, the leprechaun's like, "Will you let me out, please? I'm stuck in here." And the woman unlocks the the suitcase and then walks away. If your suitcase starts at talking to you and making oh. demands of your time, I'm opening it. You yeah. leave the damn. Well, su- nothing good John comes out of suitcases. John wouldn't hear a little child. John wouldn't have gotten to let me out. John would have been like, oh my god, there's a baby in the suitcase. Yeah. John would have been that old Irish woman. <laughs> yeah. down he would have been as scared as her, though. He would have been like, oh, this baby looks kind of gross. No, yeah. I would have dropped that thing off at my worst enemy's house. Or like, yeah, so the, I would have hung up with him. The Irish dude, before his heart attack, buried the gold somewhere in the yard. Yeah. And probably the leprechaun would have been able to find it had he not spent the last 10 years in this basement. Which yeah. is very much covered in cobwebs. Yeah, he's he trapped the old Irish dude trapped the leprechaun. He shot him while holding a four leaf clover, stunned the leprechaun enough that he was able to pick him up and throw him in this crate, hammered the crate and stuck a, a four leaf clover on it, and then was going to burn the house down. Yeah, he was going to burn yeah. the leprechaun it's in the crate. A little unclear what his end game. But he pulled his was, wife up out of the basement. Because she was well, I think 
probably wanted to make it look natural. Like there was a fire in the basement, she died in the kitchen. Yeah. A broken neck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Instead of, of just at the causes, base of the stairs, this is 1989. The effect yeah. of her breaking her neck though was pretty neat. Though she fell backwards down the stairs, and it and actually you see it. You see the neck get trapped underneath her, and it doesn't do that like super fake cracking sound. Oh, it yeah, just like hurt. Two twigs snapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so far so good. We should keep going. Yep. Okay. We're 38 minutes in, and we had our third death. Yes. And we got to see a pogo stick in action. But yes. technically, he's only killed one person. Yeah, and The he... old lady fell down the stairs because she was scared. Yep, and the old man had a heart attack and died. Yes. Um, he did kill the guy. So basically, the simpleton um, tries to tell everyone about this leprechaun that he sees but in the basement. But he's smart. He's smart. There's okay. So apparently, there's a surgery that he can have to make us really smart, so people won't make fun of him. There's not. But there's people not. make fun of him. But so the so the what's it? Oz. Ozzy. Ozzy um, sees the leprechaun, gets attacked, freaks out, and goes upstairs and tries to get everyone to like come help him. All, like all everyone goes in the basement, and and of course Jennifer Aniston is learning how to paint from her dreamy make dream boat. Right. Um, they go into the basement, and nothing's there except for a rat. They come back upstairs. The kid and Ozzy go running off to f- see the end of the rainbow, mm-hmm. where they will they do find gold. They do. they do, and we hear about the surgery that doesn't <laughs> exist. Um, meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston is uh, someone's touching her leg, and she's excited. Even though the guy, she knows the guy's behind her, but she thinks he's like caressing yeah, he her leg. Sneaky. And then she gets scratched and screams, and it turns out it's not him. And Dad's convinced it's a cat. We hear a cat meowing. Yeah. That was convincing enough that we were like, "Wait, where?" Yeah, we actually were looking around the living room for the cat. And meowing. we have closed captioning on, That's and if I we knew. didn't see it saying "meow, meow," <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so the dad. Sticks his hand into a tree trunk to try to touch to grab the cat. Which you wouldn't do if it was a cat. If you didn't know what it was, none of that. Especially if it would have just attacked your kid. Like, you don't want to, like, it's probably not happy. Yeah, cats aren't usually thrilled with you reaching into them in in an enclosed space. Yeah, especially what is, if, just judging on what they have to go on, it's a feral cat. Right? Yeah. And you don't put your hand in the face of a feral cat in an enclosed space. So the dad gets a really nasty bite. Yeah. The makeup in this movie... It was way better than a cat. Yeah. It was a leprechaun mouth. But the makeup's been fantastic. The yeah. leprechaun's great. And I gotta say, I love his little hijinks. Yeah. So, meanwhile, they everyone gets in the in the three men in a, in three men that paint. Is that yeah, what the name, the name of the company of is? Yeah, yeah. Um, even though ostensibly one of them is a man. <laughs> one of them is a child. <laughs> and one of them has the mind of a child. So it's um, a man, a child, and a man child. Yes, and so they all go into town where the little boy and Ozzy go to a, a coin appraiser. Yeah. Which there was a really great exchange between you two, where Steve. <laughs> Steve was like, oh, it's funny this idea that they could find a coin appraiser in, John, in, in the middle of nowhere, South, like, South Dakota. And John's like, I know three. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of nowhere, the Upper Peninsula. So it, it all checks. So it's the goal is worth $500 each for each of these coins. But the historical value might be priceless. Might be priceless. Right. So the guy has this book and he's opening it up trying to figure out what the coin is. There's some ancient shit that we just got to see for a second. 
And then the leprechaun pogos him to death. Well, no, oh. after coming out of a safe. After coming out which, of the safe, which, which I, you called. Which I think is because I've seen this movie. I do not remember any of the beats of this movie. Yeah. But I think it might be somewhere in my subconscious. Um, but it was more of an exciting of like, yeah, this thing's in the safe. It's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're at now. We saw someone brutally pogo to death. How do you guys feel about that death? I think that was great. Very original. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It, it looked like... It's a good punt. Oh, yeah. He'll bounce right He'll... back from that. Yeah, and he, like, cleans the guy's shoes because he's just really obsessed with shining shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, though, I did notice in the pogo stick death that there was a lot more to that scene that got cut out. Because yeah. he was jumping up and down on him. But if you look at his face, his face had bite marks yeah. all over it. and it, So it looks like... There was more of that feisty. They also, might have been editing this more towards comedy than yeah, horror. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like they had the horror. I would be interested to see the horror cut of this. I do like how it, the movie did get suited. And you could tell this is just a good example of how uh, time changes how you view things. And the, when the scene where the kid and the uh, Aussie, the man-child, find the gold... The kid starts talking about how they can go to the city to give him surgery to fix his brain, and it got super uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I was watching it going like, uh, "Oh, this." Because the guy's great. like, "But I am smart." Yeah, you're and like, the thing is like, he is. He's uh, the one that's been telling people there's a fucking leprechaun in yeah. the basement. He's the one that said there'd be gold at the end of the rainbow. I mean, like, uh, he's the one that's got his head on maybe, straight. Maybe that's the moral to this film. Yeah, it should be. That you know. People are smarter than you can. I this mean, far. and also just because someone has mental disability doesn't mean they're a fucking moron. But this is also uh, I love how in the nineties and late eighties, and maybe before that too. I think the Goonies did this. It's always in these type of movies um, because this is a horror comedy. However, it does share a similar vein to like um, Camp Nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Where the children are absurdly mature and the adults are seriously immature. At one point, the truck doesn't go and the kid's like, it's the distributor cap and jumps out the truck, goes to, opens this thing. And this kid's like knee high to a grasshopper. And like fiddles with some some wires. The the literal the, the yeah, and yeah. jumps into the back of the truck, and the truck's fine. Yeah. And the and the brother, the older brother, was like called his young brother to go fix it. Yeah. Like so, this is clearly just the relationship that they have. Yeah, but like most of these movies are like that, where like the children and Hollywood does do this a lot, where you have adults writing for children. Yes. And I think it's like an idealized version of how you think of yourself as a child. Yeah, we're like, so smart. But you spend any time around children, and they, for starters, they start and stop their conversations that don't go anywhere. They have to think insanely hard to finish the sentence. No child in the 90s. John's just like looking that. at me. He's just like, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me, John. What? You're no. going to say that's me. No, I wasn't. You're cutting your eyes at me. No. I was going to say that I think kids are smarter than we give them credit for. I think... Our youngest comes up with some of the craziest stuff. Dude, Yes, but it takes Eden? forever for her to get there. That's my no, point. No, I, I got to tell you, though. No, you haven't witnessed it. Eden 
is fucking funny. Like, she will come up right after with something, like, some kind of pun, some kind of joke, some kind of sassy response. Like, yeah. when, like, she is so funny. She's naturally funny. Yeah. The other ones, you know. Well, no, it's, it's, <laughs> more, like, it's more like the hardware is there. Yeah. But the software is still updated. She doesn't know how to fix a distrib- distributor cap. No. Uh, and I guarantee you, she could not do that. No. Because I had to rethink, because I remember I've had to mess with cars like that in my past. But you haven't seen a distributor cap in, in years. Since yeah. I, since, um. Well, because they don't exist on fuel injected cars. Yeah, yeah. The last time <laughs> I saw a distributor cap was in a 1969 Dodge van. Oh, the last time I saw van. one. So, like, uh, I know that. I had them in my 86 Ford Escort. Oh, I, I didn't have one in my 94 Ford Escort. I know they so I know it exists, and I know its purpose, and if you gave me enough time, I could probably remember what to do. But I do know that if I was seven, I would not immediately go, the car didn't start, shoot, it's the distributor. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I think that there's some movies where it kind of works, but the... Very, very bright. No, what I do agree with is a kid coming up with schemes instead of telling an yeah. adult. Like, and going and getting themselves into more and more trouble instead of just telling any adult in the in the situation what's yeah. going on. Well, schemes are the best. They are the best. They make for a good movie. So it's like, the distributor cap is a little bit unbelievable, but the whole, like, let's go get this checked by the coin dealer, because they probably would have known just because, like, it's on every, it's on the sign in town, mm-hmm. and there's probably, like, eight shops in town. Yeah. And they've probably been in that shop, because you've been in every shop. It's like we were in every shop on Tybee. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, I really like a kid scheme. I have not been in the pawn shop locally, though, ever. I've been in the one in, um... In Hancock, and I got some looks because I was not welcome. My kind is not welcome there. Women? Yeah. Feminist professors. <laughs> By the way, are you enjoying these uh, the snores? The, this beautiful snoring from yeah, both of these ladies? We got snores in stereo yeah. right now. I know, it's better than the mines. Yeah, it's finally. Stop crying. Yeah, just sleeping, just sleeping. Okay, should we keep going? Yeah. yeah. Guys, we made it to the end of Leprechaun Part 1. Yes. Gosh, that was an amazing movie. That was, was like... Better than I expected. I've got to say, that's one of the... the Okay, hi, Rivers. We don't usually get to have kitty cats making complaints, but that's Rivers saying hello. <laughs> Just wanted to get a quick booty touch and then to leave. Um, so, yeah, that was... Just straight up good. Yeah, that was a good movie. I don't understand why it has so such low reviews. Is it because people really hate Jennifer Aniston? I think it's one no. of those generational things. Mm-hmm. If you're from that generation that grew up watching that type of yeah, like because it is um, an extremely late '80s, early '90s movie. Oh yeah, it's very goofy. You can't go in thinking it's going to be a seriously good yeah, movie. Yeah, it's Tim Burton inspired. All the way down to the soundtrack. Okay, the soundtrack was great, but I gotta say, the makeup. Oh, the, shout you know, out to the makeup. Special effects was amazing. Like yeah. every every cut that everyone had, and there was like continuity in the cuts, which you yeah. wouldn't normally think of here. Um, what was everyone's grossest corner? Um, the the pogo stick death. The pogo stick death. That was pretty brutal. How about you, Steve? The leprechaun melting was. 
top notch. That was that top was notch. Really Mine good. was the eye because eye stuff grosses oh, me yeah, out. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. So basically, Jennifer Aniston goes to. Uh, it turns out O'Grady's alive. Yeah. For a little bit, he does get killed again. Um, and so Jennifer Aniston goes to find out from O'Grady how uh, to kill the leprechaun. She finds out it's with a four-leaf clover, which we've been waiting for. O'Grady dies. And then she comes back, and she she's looking for her four-leaf clover can't. And then the leprechaun's attacking her, and she sees the car, the uh, cop car. And there's a cop that had gotten murdered because mm-hmm. he tried to pull over the leprechaun in a little kid car. And then got killed by the leprechaun. And yep. the leprechaun's just been hanging out with him. When they called the police and the police sent over a cop, um, the leprechaun was using that cop's voice. Yeah. Um, and so, basically, she gets in the car, help me, officer! And he does that, I'm dead. Um, and so she hits the leprechaun in the eye with a, with a staff, with a cop baton. A baton. And pokes out his eyes. So the leprechaun grabs the eyeball from the dead cop and pokes it in his eye and says, eye an eye for an eye! <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically they find a, she finds a four-leaf clover. Everyone's mean to Ozzy, who's been right this whole time. Yeah, poor Ozzy. Ozzy, magic isn't real. Leprechaun's not real. Yes, are we fighting a leprechaun and it involves magic? (laughs) Maybe. Um, so they find that and the kid, we get to call back to his slingshot from the very beginning when he hit Ozzy in the face. Yeah, he has good aim on the slingshot. Which is not very nice. And so he, I put gum around the four-leaf clover and shot it in the dude's mouth. Excellent. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? No. It was just a really fun time. Um, I probably would have been a lot more afraid as a nine-year-old by the jump scares. I probably screamed a lot, but had a good time, I imagine. Uh, We do have to bring up the leprechaun's insanely creative modes of transportation. Oh, my gosh. He... uh, he uses so a tricycle. Good. Yes. Uh, he used a... He, there was a chase scene between Jennifer Anderson and the Leprechaun in the nursing home, which has got to be the greatest thing I've ever seen. So the Leprechaun is in a wheelchair chasing Jennifer Aniston. Yep. And so it shows Jennifer Aniston... You know how when you run in dreams... Yeah. And you run... It feels like you're in quicksand? Yeah. That's how Jennifer Aniston's running. Yes. And it shows the Leprechaun... And they've sped the tape up, so it looks like he is flying down the hallway yeah. like 40, 40 miles an hour, and it's just he's not gaining any ground on Jennifer Aniston. No, not at all. And so he he wears he has some great roller skates at some point. Oh, and he a gets skateboard. Around. Yeah, he's got a skateboard. Yeah. Um, it's it's just so good. The Power Wheels is the best. John, you're the only one brewing it up tonight. So what's your brewer's brew? Oh, I had Robert the Bruce from Three Floyds. Yeah, that was the new one that may or may not have been in honor of. I don't think it was. No. But it's... It's a good time? Yeah, of course. That's great. And, okay, so, Leprechaun's a good movie. What are we watching next? Well, now it's a sequel, reboot, remake wheel. I want to press the button. Okay, I have my picks. Uh, Let's hope... Carrie. Oh, oh, Carrie too. Shit. How are we going to find that the one on streaming? Hey, by the way, Leprechaun yes. and all the Leprechaun family of products is available on uh, on uh, Peacock. So Carrie that's the way you should watch rage. it. Carrie to the Rage, I have seen. We might have to rent it, but I will find the trailer and see if I can. Uh, Do you think it it's going to be TV? one of those things where he puts up the trailer and it's like in French and. 
backwards or something. I don't think so. Je m'appelle Carrie. Carrie to the ridge. My name is not Carrie. I was named after my aunt, Carrie. Croissants and coffee in the morning. Les poissons, les poissons. Wow. You have such faith. I have so much faith. In about 99? Yes, it did. Changing the channel. Oh, here it is. Star-crossed lovers, pulled apart by their families, by society, and some might say, by fate. Now why is it that we are so moved by love that ends with separation? This is all for you, Davian. Believe in what? Love? Who would love her? Oh no. This is a little loud. Will you turn down, John? High school cafeteria. This is right on your high school time, is it? Yep. All your I was a senior. No, I was a. Um, I graduated. I was not a freshman yet. I was still in middle school. Boop boop. Old man. Shiny happy people, you know. Is that one of the London brothers? Don't understand you. At least he's uh-huh. someone cool. Jeremy or Jason London? Oh, they're messing with her. Yeah, are you liking how all the beats are like identical to Carrie? Want you, you want to talk up your feelings? Because I have not seen this. Well, I have. <laughs> it was. It's, it's Jason great. London. It's one of the London brothers. Yeah. You said that repeatedly. We still don't know who that is. Um, Jeremy and Jason London. They were in tons of movies. Mallrats. Oh, okay. Now, this one I didn't see in the movie theater. I did rent it. Oh, did you? I did. I was very excited, even though it had been a long time since I'd seen the first Carrie. Which I might not even even seen all of the first Carrie, but I really wanted to see Carrie too. Oh, oh, they missed this, a killer party. Okay, this John, movie turn it off. is going to kill me. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be great. Okay. Well, Jeremy London was in Mallrats, Party of Five, The Babysitter, Leviathan. Did they not include Carrie too in his credits? Well, he Seventh Heaven. But this is the other one. A different Jeremy London? So this is Jason London is in this one. Oh. Because there's two brothers that look identical. Oh. So Jason London was in Dazed and Confused, Tu Wong Fu, The Man in the Moon, Rage 2, or Carrie 2, The Rage. Excellent. Those are like his most known. Well, I wonder how much Stephen King got for this. Um, (laughs) Nothing, I assume. Poor guy. Well, there's just two things left to do. Uh, stay scared. And stay merry. Goodbye.
The intro and outro of our podcast is Fire and Ice Rock Mix by Stefan Kartenberg. Copyright 2017. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike License. Thank you, Stefan.